You are listening to Synergistic Step Parenting Podcast with host Maria Nadipov, helping step parents transform family chaos into meaningful and harmonious co parenting. Hey, step parents, let's face it, step parenting is not the easiest job. And although it's rewarding, it can be overwhelming. And when it comes to your partner and stepchild, it can take a while to find your groove with each other. Did I mention the many stakeholders with strong opinions about you and your relationship with your stepchild? Yeah, there is the ex-partner, also known as the other bio parent, aunts, uncles, grandparents, cousins, best friends, etc. It's no wonder that that anxiety is starting to set in right about now. Have you ever had doubts about whether or not being a step parent is right for you? This is the exact question we're talking about this week. Find the show notes at synergisticstepparenting.com forward slash 38. When I first started my step parenting journey, I definitely wasn't ready. At least I didn't feel like I was. I took lots of time to think about it and came up with many good reasons for not having children. Many of my air quotes reasons came down to fear, fear of uncertainty, fear of the tremendous responsibility, wondering Do I have what it takes to do this? Am I good enough? Can I raise a healthy and well-adjusted child? When I started dating my partner, I was honest with him from the beginning. I shared these good reasons with him, presenting solid evidence and logic, and then sat there with an I rest my case expression on my face. He looked at me earnestly, smiled, and said, because you know what you didn't like from your childhood experiences and you know what not to do is exactly why you will be a great parent. And it took me a few weeks to sit with his words and take them in. As I reflected on it more, I realized that he was right. Eventually, his words gave me the confidence and courage to move forward on this journey. It was a long and difficult road with many ups and plummets and twists and break your neck turns and hurdles. And I've shared several of them with you on the show. By the way, if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd sincerely appreciate it if you would head on over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and write a review. It would truly mean the world to me personally. You can learn how to do that in the show notes for this episode. But in addition to the many challenges, it's been an incredible experience of growth, love, connection, patience, strength, and meeting my edge in ways I could have never imagined. Being on this adventure for almost a decade, I've had to learn to navigate many hardships on my own. If you're considering jumping on this bandwagon and are at the beginning of your journey, here's some advice I wish I had when I was starting mine. And if you're well underway on your journey, don't worry. You'll find these invitations for reflection helpful too. Number one, consider safety. Safety is at the top of the list. Some questions to ask yourself. Do you feel physically and emotionally safe? Are your physical and emotional needs being met? If you have a child, do they feel physically and emotionally safe? And are their physical and emotional needs being met? Number two, quality time. For most parents, after going through a divorce, the bonds with their children strengthen even more because the kids often become partners in several decisions that they might not have had to weigh in on when the parents were still together. Often those bonds are largely what gets both the parent and the children through the messy and painful business of divorce. 
So having quality time alone with their parent without the step-parent is critical for the children. It's a small way to keep some consistency from before the step-parent entered the picture. It's an opportunity for the child to speak candidly to their parent about everything that's going on for them and to feel like they have their own relationship with that parent who's been there from the beginning through it all. As a step-parent, you have to be okay with this and not take it personally. Because children look to their parents as the number one source of comfort. They rely on their parents to help them process their feelings, thoughts, and emotions, especially during difficult and all-encompassing transitions like divorce and blending a new family. It's just as important for you, the step-parent, and your partner to have date nights without the kids to nurture your relationship as well. And it's equally important for you, the step-parent, to find opportunities for one-on-one quality time with your stepchild. Communication usually opens up and flows in one-on-one interactions. This could be in the form of doing a chore around the house together, working on a project together, or doing a favorite activity together like playing a sport. Number three, discipline. Remember, this is a difficult and sensitive situation you're walking into. Kids often have strong feelings about the divorce of their parents well after that divorce is over. And since kids have far less experience navigating challenging and complex situations, it often takes them longer to fully process their feelings about it. Not to mention the physiological bonds that they have to their biological parents. So when you're a step-parent coming into this new dynamic, take your time getting to know the players and the rules. Watch the dynamics from the sidelines. Let things play out a bit. Then take time reflecting on things. Try your best to understand where everyone is coming from, but also share your thoughts and feelings. Create a safe space to discuss. Discuss things with your partner first and do so one-on-one without your stepchild present. As you build a relationship with your stepchild, you can explore things with them as well. Be sure to come at all conversations from a lens of curiosity. Don't assume how they think or feel. Rather, ask them. Doing so, you will not only be building a connected relationship, but you will be teaching them the valuable skill of reflecting and tuning in to their emotions and thoughts. Leave the disciplining to the parents. And as time goes on and you build the relationship with your partner and your stepchild, you will be able to explore the possibility of growing your role. Allow that growth to happen naturally and organically. Whatever you do, don't force it. That will only bring out their defenses and create resistance and resentment. Number four, co-parenting. There will be conversations and situations when your partner will have to discuss, meet with, or even spend time with their ex-partner, your stepchild's other bio-parent. This is necessary and it's the way it is. It's important that you understand and respect it. And everything goes much easier for everyone involved when you keep your jealousy about it in check. Usually, jealousy is about your own insecurity. Instead of waiting for feelings of jealousy to creep up, work through the emotions and prepare for these situations to occur. Try these steps. Process your own emotions looking thoroughly at your behavior. Is there truly cause for concern? If after doing steps one and two, you feel like a conversation needs to happen with your partner, then talk to them. But be prepared to be open to what they have to say and really hearing and understanding their perspective. 
If you find yourself getting upset by your own emotions, better to take a break and return to the conversation later when you've calmed down and are ready to hear each other again. Number five, giving up control. No matter how strongly you feel about your stepchild, the bottom line to get used to is giving up control. Because when it comes to your stepchild, you are not the final decision maker. You can be a source of love, wisdom, caring, and support, but the bottom line is that is not your child. And their parents have final say. Prepare yourself to navigate a lot of the unknowns and being able to flow with them by letting go of outcomes. Try these five things. Number one, do your best. Number two, have patience with yourself and your new lovable clan. Number three, show yourself plenty of grace. Number four, make sure to lean on your support system. Number five, practice self-care regularly and often. If you want more tips and strategies to help you on your step-parenting journey, download my free four-step guide to transforming family chaos into harmonious co-parenting at synergisticstepparenting.com forward slash subscribe. Through showing up, staying grounded, and being responsive to the needs that arise during these interactions, you're earning your place in your blended family. The rewards are well worth it. Until next time, be well. Thanks for tuning into Synergistic Step Parenting Podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite streaming platform so you don't miss a thing. If you like what you hear and you find the information helpful, please rate us five stars and leave a review letting us know what you like about the show on Apple Podcast. Don't know how? Don't worry. We'll include instructions in the show notes. And if you know of other step parents who can benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. John Swain did our theme music. Thanks, John. Thanks, John.